listening to the Joyous Justice Podcast, a weekly show hosted by April Baskin with Tracy Guy Decker. In a complex world in which systemic oppression conditions us to deny others and our own humanity, let's dedicate ourselves to the pursuit and embodiment of wholeness, love, and thriving in the world and in our own lives. It's time to heal and flourish our way to a more joyously just future. Hi, friend. In recent days and years, as political analysis has continued to evolve in the direction of collective liberation, as movements are making a lot of progress, which is why all this blowback and repression and efforts to harm our movements are happening, is because our work, our movement work, is working. And in the midst of all of this, as collective consciousness has continued to advance and evolve, certain wonderful concepts are getting a bad rap. And one of them is resilience. And so I just want to take a few minutes with you today to reclaim resilience. Side note, I would also love to do the similar work around self-care, around co-creation or law of attraction, various themes that are or characteristics or practices that are centrally part of the lived human experience that have been a part of humanity for a long time. I want to invite folks, I want to invite you, if you haven't already, to bring in some additional nuance and precision. And are we actually, is is it resilience that needs to be attacked? Because from where I sit, resilience is incredibly important. Resilience has made the difference in my family achieving their dreams or not, and my family surviving or not, and me and my loved ones thriving or not thriving. And the thing I want to say is, is that I don't think there's anything wrong with resilience. What's wrong is the context and the, that it is placed within and the ways it is leveraged to what end, to what end, right? So if we look it up on the internet or in a book, a number of dictionaries say that resilience is the capacity to bounce back, right? Which on its face seems pretty neutral and positive. The problem comes when people have been conditioned to, in terms of what the norm or what we are bouncing back to is and feel a rigidity and disempowerment and a stuckness that bouncing back means bouncing back to an oppressive norm, right? And so I wanted to give you a bit of a preview of some of the amazing work we're going to do in my free life workshop and that we do in my paid programs around reclaiming a bunch of really fundamental tools and perspectives and practices that are pivotally and critically important to have in our toolkit. But my resilience and my self-care and my law of attraction or co-creation, as I like to think of it, ain't the same as mainstream or uh, capitalistic self-care resilience in the context of neocolonialism right? 
for me, part of why I decided to shift the name of my free live workshop and also shift some of the content of it in the coming week to be framed around redefining resilience is because I want to invite you to redefine resilience. And the thing is, is that I'm not actually going to be redefining resilience itself. What we will be redefining is what resilience is in service of. So I just want to make this a short and pithy and quick episode here, in part as a form of encouragement in the time that you would otherwise be listening to head to the show notes or head to joyousjustice.com and sign up to join me in this next week's upcoming Redefining Resilience live workshop with me and a host of other really phenomenal eclectic individuals from all over the world, from multiple different uh, career paths and uh, areas of activism to be in conversation around what are the different key components of profound resilience and, and starting out on day zero on Monday with on the first day of spring <laughs> with redefining resilience and redefining, not actually redefining resilience itself, but redefining our understanding of the purpose of resilience and what and whom and what it's in service of, right? Because a lot of the critique about resilience is largely from my perspective, actually about people perceiving that resilience is meant to, is, is designed to bring people back into oppressive context. Uh-uh. Resilience is whatever we decide, particularly in community, particularly in partnership, is whatever we decide that it is. And in my Afro-Indigenous Jewish family, resilience has consistently, at least within my immediate family and a number of descendants and a number of ancestors from whom I, from whom I descend, resilience is in service of our dreams and our highest values and aspirations. And it is revered and respected and that grit and that willingness to snap back, not to the crappy norm, but to be pulled back by certain things, nourish and resource ourselves, help one another, and use that as a launch pad to further clarify our strategy and what we want, and at least continue, if not expedite our path in certain ways, cut what is it, cut or off or release different patterns, dynamics, relationships that are no longer serving us that might have contributed to some of those challenges and then snap back onto the path of being in alignment with being loving, courageous warriors working in the direction of collective liberation, working in the direction of our dreams, working in the direction of collective love and joy. If you are interested in hearing more about this and then learning about the nuts and bolts of having a more robust, comprehensive, holistic approach and analysis and strategy that is super customizable for your specific needs at any given moment and also is adaptive and can be is, is agile and adaptive and is flexible as different circumstances or scenarios change. What is a core framework and set of principles and uh, a diversity of practices that can support you in being consistently resilient in service of your dreams, 
in service of collective liberation, in service of individual and collective well-being. That's how I understand resilience. So I am team resilience all day, every day, because I come from parents and ancestors who both have learned skills around navigating in the world as it is, and also don't let the oppressor define our purpose in life. Don't let the oppressor define what key words that our ancestors helped to develop over time, to not let them co-opt our understanding of words and concepts and tools that are medicine, that are essential medicine during this time of great flux and shifting and turning. It's all the more important that we understand that resilience is key and learning a a form of resilience and learning forms of resilience that weave in understandings of our animal nature, understandings of our neurology, understandings of the dynamics of collective and individual harm, and having a trauma-informed analysis that not just leads to a hustling and barreling through, but a nuanced strategy that helps us suss out what really is truly needed here? And do I actually need a break in this moment? And looking at the long game and figuring out what are key short-term wins that are leveraged, how do I take time to heal? How do I work in collaboration with other folks? How do I have this whole improv jazz style approach that I am embodying along with a coalition and a movement of other kindred spirits that is, as I've said a couple times now, in service of what we want. We get to set those terms. And as per usual, a number of us, nearly all of us have conditioning that contradicts that, but we can take time to heal from that and bolster our internal and shared clarity around these principles and begin moving, like engaging in that healing and begin moving from strength to strength. And part of what enables us to consistently resiliently move from strength to strength is by weaving in that spirituality, weaving in trauma-informed awareness and healing, weaving in that radical imagination and joy and starting to feel into the solution and the liberation that we seek and start to embody it now so that it's not some far off thing, but we begin living it now. And that is what we're going to be doing a deep dive in next week in concise little one hour, potentially two hour for those if some folks want to hang back and ask different questions. And if I have the energy for it, maybe an hour and a half, an extra half an hour of some Q&A and coaching and additional sharing out and interaction. But officially an hour each day over the course of nine days, we'll take off for Shabbat and we're going to walk through day zero through day six or seven of moving through what are different key insights and learning together and giving you time to start to let this percolate through and then think about it. And then you'll have an opportunity to also consider, do you want to join an incubator, a playground, a leadership for liberation laboratory? which is what I've considered renaming this program. And that's the banner of all of our offerings. It's kind of the banner title of all of the Joyce Justice offerings at this time, right? And engage in 
tinkering and experimentation for you around in certain moments? How brave can you be in certain moments? What are the best ways you can deeply and unapologetically nourish yourself? That's what resilience looks like for me. It is dynamic and brave and alive and aligned with all that we hold most dear about the movement elders and leaders and people in our family who weren't quote unquote in the movement officially, but were in the sense that they were champions of love and healing and justice in micro and macro ways. That is resilience. Not some contrived, crappy pressure to be constantly pushed into a corporate mill that doesn't give a crap about us. Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. Resilience is aligned with emergent strategy. I want us to have resilience like our elders and like us when we were young, before we got hurt in different ways. That is like dandelions and trees that can navigate droughts and also flourish and bloom in summer times. Right? That it that this that there are signs of gorgeous, robust, powerful resilience that is in the service of resilience and well-being and gorgeous poetic interconnectedness all around us. And we get to reclaim that and weave it more deeply into, let it percolate. I love the concept of percolation. Let it weave and percolate through the different facets of our living. So that's it for today, friend. And again, as always, please feel free to be in touch. If this episode resonated, please help spread the word and share these ideas and this love with other folks. And also please feel free to join us, joyousjustice.com slash resilience, sign up. You will be invited to join me for free for a week of deep nourishment and education You'll receive a workbook that, yes, has some notes pages, but unlike a lot of different lackluster, mediocre, or just bad workbooks I've received in the last couple of years, this workbook has valuable content and really thought, well thought out reflection questions that complement and support, that will complement and support your journey over this week and a half-ish experience together. So I invite you to join. Also, all of the sessions will be recorded. Part of why it's also long is to really give people a mini quick digestible deep dive into the profound and transformative content that I teach in my longer term containers. And also I've set it up over multiple days so that if you can't make certain days or even most, um, during each of the days, we do a quick recap of the prior content. So just feel free to come as you are able. If you can come to most or all of the experience, you will be that much better for it. Um, that will be wonderful for you. Uh, you will be so deeply nourished. You might also want to make sure you're staying hydrated, which I will remind you to do and nourish yourself and take it a step at a time because we're going to be covering some phenomenal content. Um, and if on certain days you need to take a break during that period, each day I will be sending out the replays so you can stay up to date. There's also a Facebook group to support. All of this to say, um, I've done my best in collaboration with my team and various partners to create a really wonderful, nourishing, abundant 
experience and even just the experience itself for you to get a taste of what I mean by resilience here. What to me, ideally, and in practice, what leadership effective leadership for collective liberation can look like when we align it with principles of joyous justice. So I hope that you will join me. I hope that you will invite friends. It's um, a lot of work. (laughs) It's a tremendous amount of work that I do, and it's a profound labor of love. So the more, the merrier. And also too, if there's someone, I invite you to think about specifically, if there's a broader network you want to send this to a team or committee you're on, that's great. And also what might be even more beneficial for some of you um, and for you specifically is if you're navigating something right now in particular where you think some of these principles will be especially helpful to help up-level your impact and or your well-being, whichever or both is live for you in this moment, if there are just one or two people with whom you would love to think this through with together and go through this experience and then continue to think about and apply these principles, perhaps invite that or those special people and kindred spirits. Um, And that more refined discernment is exciting for me to think about in terms of the kind of souls I will have the pleasure of, of, co-creating with over the course of the next week and and helping to guide and facilitate their experience. And there's already some really remarkable people in the space. So I can guarantee you, y'all will be met. Um, you will be in incredibly good company. And when I say y'all, I mean you and whomever you invite. And I've had a few people say in previous workshops that um, they kept feeling like they were getting lucky when they were in paired or breakout groups. And then they started noticing like, oh, no, like, everybody in this space is just incredibly thoughtful and wonderful. And it's, and it's really true. So hopefully you will join us. And my kavana, my wish, my prayer for you is that in the coming days and weeks ahead, you start noticing affirmations, signs, synchronicities in your consciousness that are arising spontaneously or in the world around you that affirm your dreams and your values and the ones that are quiet right now that don't want to be quiet anymore, but haven't quite found found their rooting and they're still just below the surface of the soil of your consciousness or your public expression. My hope is whatever is wanting or is in the process of unfurling in your life, that either in big ways, ideally in big ways, and if not in big ways, that you get just enough affirmation and encouragement and resonance around you to buoy you and support you in deepening your belief that it is possible to live life on more liberatory terms and on more joyous terms, and that you don't have to do it alone, that you are never alone, and that we are deeply and profoundly in this together. May this be the divine's will and wishing you much love in the meantime. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about Joyous Justice LLC, our team, and how you can get involved with our community, check out the info in our show notes 
or find us at joyousjustice.com. If you enjoyed this episode, show us some love. Subscribe wherever you're listening. Tell your people, share what you're learning and how your leadership is evolving. Stay humble, but not too humble. And keep going. Because the future is ours to co-create.